Started crying. Oh, I got that. I got one. Okay. I got that. Um, you put. They put one of our men in the hospital. We put one of them in the morgue. You yeah. want me on that wall? You need me on that wall. That's a dip. That's that's Jack Nicholson. Yeah, that's my Jack Nicholson. Oh, okay. I thought you were just. I thought we were doing Sean Connery yeah, the whole he, time. He was doing. I, my Sean Connery turned into a little <laughs> crocodile Dundee. <laughs> Fostered for beer, mate. When do we start recording? Uh, we started about like a minute ago. Now. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Um, and I wasn't apologizing to you two. I was apologizing to our listeners. About it. Our listener. Sorry. <laughs> apologizing to myself, the one person who listens to this podcast after we record All right, it. That apology, you were apologizing to, apologizing to a lot less people than the first one because I heard a lot of clicks. This podcast just got turned off. Oh, wow. Well, maybe. But if you're still with us, you got some gold ahead of you. Yeah, we're talking about... well, you Or, know, happy Hanukkah, some geld. It's the holiday <laughs> season. Uh, All of the holidays. Presents are being bought. Um, and uh, we're going to talk about uh, the worst presents you can buy a runner on today's episode. Yes. Uh, so if you have a runner in your life that you want to buy a present for, here are some things not, not to, to get. buy them. Yeah. Or if you don't like that person, here are some <laughs> great things to get them. True. And then we're also going to talk about uh, goals for the next year. We got gold and, and uh, goals. And, and like goals we're in right now, I'm not really sure. Um, we'll see where the night takes us. We're very loose with our notes here. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, I'm going shopping today. I'm going to pull up some Amazon. John, uh, what? Are they still open? I thought it was, I thought they had closed by this time of night. No, no, they're, they're, they're 24 7, 365. Whoa. Yeah. Even on leap years. Yeah. <laughs> Calendar jokes. Wow. <laughs> on Run Chat. Yeah. Isn't that what we're known for? <laughs> um, so, John, if you were if you were buying somebody a gift, what would be a terrible gift to get them? I sound like I'm I sound like I'm hosting the Family Feud. Um, I would say a bad gift to get a runner, not because it's not a good idea, is, in theory, is running shoes because, as we know, everyone has their own particular brand and within that brand, a particular model. Mm. Uh, and, you know, so it, oftentimes you, hey, I got these running shoes and they're like the, the, the on sale and like they don't the, fit. The and yeah, I do my shopping at Payless. <laughs> yeah. So Isn't you where I should buy all my friends running shoes. Yeah. So it, it, do you think it's, it might be look like <clears throat> seem to be the perfect gift because that's really all a runner really needs. But it could be just a useful gift or useless gift in the sense that it gets you injured or um, doesn't fit, and you have to return it, and all that stuff. So Unless you know exactly what they wear. Exactly, that's true. Good, fair but point. Or I, if it's those uh, Nike, like, 4% shoes, because... Yeah, I would wear those, those in any size. Yeah, I'll take those. <coughs> if you want to spend $250 on shoes for me, I'm not going to complain about what size they are. Right, because you can trade them back in and get some other store credit or get some other things. But it's a logical um, gift if you're not... But I think most... Runners know not to get that, but if you're oh, your mom's getting you a gift or your girlfriend or something that doesn't know running as well, it might be a, like an awesome gift, but really not so awesome. Yeah, yeah. I uh, not everyone might agree with me, but my friend Lauren said this, and I'm on her side that a lot of running clothes I would not want to receive just because I'm really picky, and I also and I feel like a lot of runners already have a ton of running clothes. So if you know someone who's just started out, 
then that would be great to get them some more running clothes. It'd probably be you good. You probably would be okay to get a hat and gloves, but sure. yeah, yeah but you're you're talking about yeah. But yeah, I'm very particular on what kind of shorts I wear, what kind of typically shirts. none. So typically, also typically yeah. none. No. Um, Brian's a streaker. If you run <laughs> a lot of races, then you probably have a lot of race shirts, and you maybe don't need a ton more. But you know, some brands are a little more expensive, and if you know someone likes a brand, like John G is fairly expensive, but they make really good This stuff. might be a good gift now that I'm thinking about it, is all the stuff that you don't like in your closet, give to your fellow runner as a gift, saying this is your throwaway clothes ah, for their next big race. Mm. Yeah. And then you're cleaning your closet, and then you're getting a gift, and it's cost you zero. Sounds good That's a win-win-win. Uh, our friend Scott Yellow Goldstein, uh, Billy and Brian show fan number one, or number two. Hi, Scott. Uh, said the worst best gift is Schwings. Are you guys familiar with Schwings? Schwings are awesome. Wait, why would that be a worst gift? I mean, I think he's saying they're, they're wings, sort of they're, silly. They're wings for your sneakers. Although I also don't know exactly if that worst best was about that. But they're a little silly, but yeah, wings that you can tie into your shoelaces so it looks like your shoes have wings on them. Is that functional? Is that get, cool. get no. in the way? Okay. I mean, yeah, sure. Kind of like Billy's jingle faster. jingle shoes or whatever he was wearing. on my shoes? Yeah. Those are staying on, baby. Yeah. Give me up, jingle horse. That's right. Pick up your feet. Uh, Scott also <laughs> said zip it pocket socks. Billy, have you seen zip it pocket socks? No. They are socks with a zipper on the ankle, calf, that- where you can put... Gels or so you could zipper in your sweaty your dollar keys, bills instead of just stuffing your them sweaty in sweaty dollar bills. Uh, so that might have been the worst best because I guess they have some functionality. Socks are another thing. Some runners might not be that particular, and you could probably, if you know that they're high quality socks, I think a runner might. They're also usually fairly like cheap. Really so like socks. if you if it, even if it was didn't work, it's and like the twelve dollars. You know, twelve to fifteen dollars, which sounds expensive for socks, but. For high-quality running socks, they're worth it. I like socks a lot, so I actually have probably still several pairs of socks on my Amazon wish list. Hint. The good ones. Okay. <laughs> That's spelled H-A-L-L. I don't actually need more, <coughs> but, you know, can't have too many socks. Billy, have you ever gotten a gift or bought a gift for someone that was ended up being a terrible idea? Uh, I've bought plenty of terrible gifts over the years, not necessarily running ones. Yeah, I'll tell you. Yes. Yeah. Brian, Brian can vouch for that. Actually, at least, you, at least you got gifts. I didn't get any. That's true. That's true. So, I guess. You got what you deserve, John. Right. You got Sorry, you Coach. I got you a gift in November. Oh, which is. Uh, exactly a month ago. Uh, you, you got it to you, me? That's, uh, yeah, I arranged for the stork to you, bring you a present. You got him a the baby? The stork touched down with your baby. Yeah. Yeah. That was me. I told the stork. Oh, thank you. I Don't you remember the day before your daughter was born? I do. How I saw you in the park? Yes, I didn't and realize it. I was it. like, John and, John and Caitlin need to have that baby. I'm going to talk to the stork. I thought you were saying you were involved with the, the other nine mo- months oh. of that. Or, and, and, no. Oh, yeah, so John, that pregnant lady no. that you've been living with for the past nine months, yeah. that was Brian in the past. <laughs> oh. Uh, I'm glad we're going that direction with this one. You make terrible Cheerios. I don't know. I don't know. You're better cook. You'd be better cook. No, kidding. That milk to Cheerio ratio can be tricky. Yeah. So anyway, that's that's the highlight of my year. Actually, I just had a daughter. So that's I know. Officially, congratulations. Is, thank you. So this is a, today I, is the one year or one month um, birthday, if you will. I would like to uh, raise a glass of oh, Omegong's nice. Game of Thrones. Oh my themed. God! Winter is here. Double white ale. 
with the Night King himself on the label. Sponsored by Omegong from Cooperstown, New York. Sponsored by Game of Thrones. Francis Grace, Hunter Camp in the house. FGH. Mm. You know, that actually, it's like, it goes in conception with the alphabet. Yeah, so that's like, that's wasn't, that wasn't intentional, but. Oh, really? I wondered if it was. I didn't actually think about it. Yeah, me either, but others, others did, and they're like, oh yeah. I also thought a couple of nice Catholic names could be. Francis Grace, yeah, that's good, you know. Um, Just like your name goes in the alphabet in a direct J. John Irving Honor Camp. Not true. Not true, but we'll take it. All right. If you're going backwards in the alphabet, it's not yeah, when, uh, In a year or two, when Francis learns her FGHs, then uh, it's like, hey, that's you. she'll be ahead yeah. of the kindergarten curve. That sounds like FGH sounds like an airport code. I wonder, is that Frankfurt? I don't know. It uh, <coughs> also sounds like kind of a some type of steroid. Like, oh, uh, Lance Armstrong got busted for that FGH. Well, you got Again. Your human growth hormone and your feline growth hormone. <laughs> yeah, so, hey, well, so well, maybe it's undetected it's, for the tests. You need to land on your feet better. Just pump some FGH. Do you think the sign outside the Fugazi airport says this is not the Fugazi airport? Uh, I'm going to pretend I get that reference. You know, the Fugazi I, shirts all said this is this is not a Fugazi shirt? Oh, no, I don't know that. You know I know that? the uh, band Fugazi. Yeah, they, they, they're all, all, their, uh, all their shirts that their fans wore said this is not a Fugazi shirt. Huh. You learned something but new But it was day. a Fugazi shirt. Wow, this is a Fugazi podcast? Yeah, welcome to F- Fugcast. All right. Welcome to Fudgecast. Uh, fanny packs might be something that might well, not... that's funny that you mentioned fanny packs because when we came up with this idea for worst uh, Christmas holiday gifts, the first thing that immediately came to mind was the dad bag, which is a brand new uh, piece of merchandise that you can buy. I heard about this months ago, and I, was, I thought it was like a, an Onion kind of joke article, but it's a real thing. And the first of their designs is out. It's a fanny pack that looks like a bear belly. Like a beer gut kind not of? Not a, a bear, B-A-R-E. Not rar, not, rar, not, rar. Yeah, not a bear you'd find in the forest, but okay. like a shirtless Brian kind of belly. Um, wow, I got the visual right now. I'm not really happy <laughs> yeah. about that. And well, uh, they don't have I'm one. lifting up my shirt to give you the visual. They don't have one called the Brian. should have the visual. They don't have one called the Brian. The, the Allen is currently available, and that is a, uh, a chubby-looking belly with a lot of hair. Well, not a lot of hair, but a, a good amount of hair on it. So they vary by skin tone. And they vary by skin tone, yes, and, and flabbiness. The Magnus is coming soon. Is that to, like, sneak in, like, beers into a concert? Or is it just silly? I think it's just silly. It doesn't... It looks real it, in that picture. That might be a gift for my white, my out. family white elephant get, now that we're talking about yeah. it. Yeah. It looks real in these overexposed photos on the website. Um, I'm guessing in person that it would be pretty obvious that it's Especially a if you guy. turn around and they see the strap. Yeah, or the giant <laughs> zipper yeah. that's coming out. Like, oh, that's no, just a surgery scar. You could also, if uh, it resembles your actual belly, it'd be a good way to test out tattoos or belly piercings. Mm. That, uh, I guess, navel ring would be the better yeah. term for that. You could see how it looks, model it around. You know, it's got many uses. Yeah, they run about 20 bucks. Um, they're awful, but they're one of those things that are so awful. You that have like, to get, they're definitely work, worth to maybe the family elf, white elephant gift, which I might get. Definitely, or you show up to like your group workout wearing it, and you'll get a couple of laughs from people. I might be good for the beer mile. All right, let's just order three of them right uh, now. Okay, done. <laughs> Sponsored by the, what is it called? Dad bag. The dad bag. Available at da- thedadbag.com. There are a lot worse things that could be given the name dad bag. So. That's true. That's true. You're just bitter that you're the only out of the three of us not a dad. Not bitter. 
I just and well, not necessarily true. That's know. true. We maybe we think it's true, but you never know. He gets around. That's why I don't want to do twenty three and me. He gets just around just in case they link me to anything. Wow, I'm not giving up my DNA to anybody. Oh. That's also a gift you can get. My well, if you're not giving up your DNA to anybody, you don't have to worry about being anybody's father. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so maybe if you, uh, when we talk about goals later, if you want to see if, you know, your DNA comes from part of the world with especially good runners, yeah, maybe that'll set your goals higher. So so Brian brought up socks before as a bad gift. Um, now, uh, potentially bad or potentially, potentially bad gift. Socks with zippers. It's mixed reaction. I will take socks with zippers over cotton socks any day of the week. Because cotton socks have to be the worst kind of functional gift you can give a runner. It's like, here, have some blisters. Yeah, anything over uh, three to five miles, probably want to use something nice and synthetic, yeah. wicking materials. Yeah. Wicka, wicka, wicka. Do you guys have yes, a favorite exactly sock? Like I definitely have a favorite sock. I like Darn Tough a lot. Yeah, I'm a fan of features. Really? I yeah. have a pair of features I bought on a whim after Whoa. seeing enough Facebook ads. And I like them really well. I think I wore them in the uh, last couple of marathons. I, I was up at a running store in East Hampton. No, I'm sorry. Northampton, Massachusetts. Um, really cool store. And they listened to our podcast. Hey, guys. Uh, and they talked me into buying a pair of uh, Features socks because I was a little ambivalent on them. And I got to say, I want all I want to do is run in those socks now. I need, I need more of them. If anybody wants to get the Run Chat host a gift, Billy likes Features socks. Yeah, I used to be uh, more particular in my earlier running days, but... Uh, now I, I feel like earlier running days were like a while ago. I remember one point in, in, in high school, in high school, we had, uh, these blister, anti-blister socks, which were actually two, um, two layers of fabric that two ply, exactly. That that would rub, uh, against each other versus your feet. Interesting. Uh, but you know, that was more for races that I was using for. And it was like, when you're racing, you have these spikes when you're actually, a lot of times I would wear no socks at all. Because for the 800 meter race, really? two laps, not or sure. or two or four laps, not like a a marathon for sure. But uh, so why why wouldn't you wear socks? Because it was just like it was lighter, and it was just like you you know the, the, the track spikes are almost like nothing. They just have the spikes in the bottom, and it's just more like a little. I wouldn't say leather, but like there's just very they weigh like ounces if that. Hmm. And uh, but again, you're running for two or four minutes. It's not you're not really getting blisters. You get some, but it's not like you're training miles and miles in them. I would always wear socks to train, and any I wouldn't. I would tip tip maybe occasionally. I ran some cross country races without socks, but that was more for the track. For beyond the track, definitely wearing socks, but uh, definitely can be particular for some folks. Speaking of your racing days, I was talking to somebody at a party this week, and they said the 800 is the hardest race. Would you agree with that? Um, I think it's pretty hard, but initially I, I ran it more often <coughs> because it was. I was I wasn't a sprinter, so um, the mile and the two mile were just longer mentally. I would just get zone out or wouldn't focus as well. But for the two laps or the eight hundred, it was easier for me to focus for less time for obvious reasons. So when I got better at it, I realized how hard it was. Um, but it is kind of that in, in between of the anaerobic and aerobic uh, systems working hand in hand. And I, I've heard the eight hundred or the four hundred hurdles. Are, or the t- two toughest events. Now, I wouldn't want to run the 10,000 meters on the track. I don't necessarily want to do the decathlon. Mm. Uh, I think those are t- tougher for, for different reasons. But the 800, 
I think uh, from a physiological standpoint, um, the demand as far as the ratio of anaerobic and aerobic does seem to, to, to indicate that the 800 uh, is the or one of the two tougher events. So is it harder to run a four-minute mile or a four-minute mile converted from the 800 <laughs> distance? It's, I guess it's probably, par, har, probably harder to run the 800 and convert it because you know it's, um, uh, the, the, the mile is not as tough it, based on that philosophy of the, the uh, being the toughest event and the anaerobicness of the uh, 800. Did you notice John just patted himself on the back there? That's what you uh, ran. You ran a four-minute converted, right? In the 800? I, I ran a... Uh, I mean, under. Converted from the 1500, which, oh, is, the which 1500. is, which is oh, even right. even closer to but not counting, not say counting, but... Mostly a mile. Yeah, because there's someone who can run like a really good 800, but it doesn't mean they're a good miler. Gotcha. I was pretty good, at, equally good at both, or equally bad at both, depending on what you think of, of my times. Um, but I... It was... Yeah. Sounds pretty good to me. So, but yeah, the... Uh, Conversions is a, is a is a whole other podcast. It was a whole other podcast. Yeah. If anybody wants to, uh, oh, we'll, we'll, we'll link we'll link that into the archives. archives. <laughs> um, we have another true story of a uh, truth of a worst running gift. Um, she didn't ask to be, remain anonymous, so our friend Molly said that her sister gave her undie bags. I like that you uh, you're like she didn't ask to remain anonymous. But she should have. If you're like. Well, Molly, this is your fault for you know not telling me not to mention your name in this embarrassing story. I did say story. hashtag run chat when I texted her, so I assume she, she signed her life away with that hashtag. Yeah. Uh, Careful what you so tell Brian. Bags, Everything's on the record. Um, in case on the rag you know, in this case, sorry. Oh, <laughs> it's very good. So, in case you you know it's that time of the month and. You're running, and it happens. Rent time? Like, yeah, run time. Rent? Yeah. It's time to pay the rent? Rent time, yes. Uh-huh. Yes, when rent strikes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, starting, and I'm, starting to understand, I'm starting to understand why people don't like white men anymore. <laughs> In case your bank account goes into the red. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> then it's like a doggy bag, but for your underwear. So when you're running and nature strikes, then you have somewhere to put your underwear while you're finishing your run. And she did not think it was a very good gift. Uh, so she used them as bags for her dog, taking her dogs on walk when she ran out of doggy bags. Female dog? Uh, Maisie is a female dog. I'm just trying to visualize this. So if I had that issue... Well, her comment was, yeah, I think am I supposed to run home bare ass? Which because, yeah. it seems like that is an implication. Because otherwise, you have a backpack with an extra pair of shorts. In that case, why don't you have? You don't need Something. this product because yeah. you have other products maybe in the backpack. Yeah. That's, a, that's that can be pretty bad, <laughs> not logical. So, I mean, not the worst thing in the world, but very personal gift. Subscribing somebody to Run Chat. Would you say that's a bad gift? <laughs> after after those last five minutes, I'm it's like Chinese this. water torture. You know, it's like you just have to listen to episode after episode. Well, this is a thing that is a thing. Uh, her best gift idea was donut running pants, which I assume running pants with donuts on the print as opposed to made out of donuts. Yeah. I feel like that would be just as bad as the I feel like bags. that would be delicious. Um, so as far I'll as take, I was saying... I don't take anything made out of donuts. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so while I wouldn't normally like want like shorts that I might race in as a gift because I'd be particular enough, I'd like to choose my own 
if they're novelty items that seem like they'd be fun to wear in a short run or a costume kind of race, that would be a good gift. Because that might be something I wouldn't necessarily find for myself. It's funny that you mentioned that, because I've been given like running pants as, as, uh, as gifts before. And initially, I'm like, ooh, you know, this isn't the pair I would have bought. And so it, it ends up at like the bottom of my pile. And then like uh, because of weather situations, I end up having to wear those pants. Or just like, laziness. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, oh man, I got to um, wear these pants. Everything like, else I'm is not dirty. Sure. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure on these pants because everything's, everything's dirty. And then I wear them. And I was like, oh, it turns out these are great. And they're my new favorite pants. So, nice. you know, you, you run. You, you never Exactly. It, yeah. It can go either yeah. way. Yeah. I mean, I got a shirt once that, uh, you know, was pretty nice and some people might love it. And it didn't work out for me, but could have been that it would have been my new favorite shirt. I think Brian's talking about a shirt I bought him. I am not. Well, I like that one pretty well. <laughs> okay, good. It actually, uh, that long sleeve New Balance number, it seemed to retain uh, <coughs> retain odors more than other shirts. Yeah. Yeah. So, stop I mean, so it was a good shirt. Stop being so smelly. But you just have to either stop being smelly or actually do your laundry more often. Speaking of which, John, didn't you have a smelly gift suggestion? Possibly. <laughs> What's the? Uh, you remind me of the. Uh, it had something to do with fart licks. Oh yeah, Ikea actually. Ikea sells it, maybe. Yeah. Oh yeah. So <laughs> this this is this would be I think possible bad gift. Uh, the fart lick flavored coffee. Oof. Um. So yeah. So if you're talking about coffee, when I hear speed play and coffee together, that I feel like nice. my stomach is doing some speed. Well, play. I typically will drink coffee before hard efforts. You know, you do or don't. I do. Um, I've well, heard it gives a for short distances. It gives a little pick me up. Oh, it definitely gives me a pick me up. Like cause I'm like, oh man, I got to get to a toilet. I better finish this race. <laughs> Billy needs money bags. That's true. Wow, it's all coming together. Yeah. But yeah, fart-licked flavored coffee might be, um, I don't know what that would even be, but it doesn't sound very good. Um, that potentially could be a really bad gift. So uh, go to coachjohn.com. I think and get your fart-lick and, uh, send an flavored email and coffee. And say, John, I'm a coffee roaster. I'd like to partner with you on this. Patent pending. Uh, we'd also talked about before we started recording an idea that our friend Winnie thought was a good idea. I'm a little mixed on it. kind of depends on the specifics. But she said a best idea would be surprise race entries. Oh, actually. Now, for someone who ran 52 races in 2016, it's hard to turn down a race. But it depends you on... ran 52 uh, races? No. Yeah. As someone, Winnie, who ran 52 races uh-uh. in 2016... What year? 2016. Is, is, wait, is Winnie the new name that we're supposed to call you? Yeah. Yeah. Uh... Brian for the win. Oh, no. Um, but yeah, so she might like those surprise race entries. Some people might well, not like a, the pressure of, oh, you signed me up for a <coughs> marathon in two weeks. That's true. I have to be ready for a marathon yeah, in so two weeks. I got a I response when I did a call out for this topic, and uh, Tracy Long wrote, ba- uh, wrote back, uh, best running gift was last year when my running club gave me one of the invitational entries to run Boston this past April. Best day of my life, seeing that I started running just three years ago. So, that to is your a point, nice surprise. I don't. I guess that certain clubs might have certain uh, perks, but uh, do you know what club this is? I don't know. Do I have to advertise. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> Ryan's like, I'm joining that club. But, <laughs> Hello, uh, new running team. <laughs> yeah. But to the point of, um, you know, a race entry. This yeah. Boston is a that would be a probably a highly 
ranked. Uh, if you had to choose a race entry, I would say a lot of people would choose that Boston. Would be, that'd be pretty I know nice there's one. the caveat out of having to qualify and whatnot, yeah. but uh, assuming this is someone who wants to run a marathon, yes, and has everybody. ample time to train. Yeah, um, I could see a few. Uh, I mean, it's not like all of your casual acquaintances you just buy them a big trip or something, but your significant other maybe if you know they would like to run a destination race. And you want to surprise them with a trip to wherever and a you know a Hawaii marathon and say we're going to Hawaii and you get to run this race. Definitely uh, depends on the person. And on that, I uh, could see that on some people being a very good gift. And on that kind of same kind of trend, there I've actually as a coach gotten requests to oh three private sessions for my husband to run to oh, get to better form or to you know do intervals and to learn how to run faster. So I think that could be, maybe you might not get that yourself, but if it was sprung on you as a gift, hey, I got you three private coaching lessons. Yeah. Um, that, I've, I mean, I've, I've done that for folks, and or even like the online programs where you, you go to, a lot of people. What's your website, Coach? Yeah, just johnhuntercamp.com. johnhuntercamp.com. And you have virtual trainer on your website where people can sign up. That's still a thing? Uh, it's You just have to email, yeah. email me at john at johnhuntercamp.com. But there is a... And if you wanted to buy a training plan for someone, if you know they have a marathon coming up. Yeah, that's the thing where we can just, that's helpful. Um, tricky thing with that is the program is so customized that the person needs to fill it out to make it a better product. Uh, it's just figuring out, hey, you got this program, and then here's the link, here's the code to bypass the sure. payment page. This way it's a gift, it's gifted, but the person's still filling it out. That's awesome. um, so the, the complication is the fact that it is a customized program for the user, but it, uh, it is nice to surprise and delight someone with, hey, here, you're training for the marathon. Here's an online program that's approved, and it's, it's, it's been successful. And um, you know, if someone, especially if someone's running their first race, it's, um, sure. it's a nice um, – I think that those would be considered probably gifts that are, you know, a good gift rather than a bad choicing yeah. – bad choice. Boy, choicing is not even a word. Choicing, no. Poishing, choicing? <laughs> choicing. Choicing could be a word. Um, and Strava has their premium feature, which – Maybe some people would like as a gift. Uh, That's true. Premium Strava user, aren't you? Can you gift that? You can gift it. They've been advertising lately. Um, I think you get a free month if you gift it to someone else. That's great. $60 a year if anyone's thinking about it. Sponsored by Strava. Sponsored by Strava, except since we're not, I'll say... We all, we all use Strava. marginally helpful. And we... uh, Yeah, I heard it's better for bicycling than it is for running. I've also heard that. If well, you don't started. use, I think if you don't use a heart rate monitor, it probably is very little <coughs> useful, which is a totally good sentence. Um, but uh, if you have a heart rate monitor, it's got some interesting things. There you go. So th- we talked about a lot about gifts. We want to talk about a little bit. Uh, hey, uh, Billy, what was yeah. the highlight of your year running wise? Highlight of my year. So before we go myself. into goals for 2018, I ran my, my 40th half marathon before my 40th birthday. And that was your highlight because it was just to, to check the box of that kind of yeah, yeah. streak. I, yeah, the, the half marathon is my favorite length of event. And uh, I ran half marathons 38, 39, and 40 this year. There you go. I'm uh, really excited about that. When was that goal set as far as what you obviously you didn't probably start off, that, but eventually figured out, oh. Yeah, it was only about, it was maybe a year or two ago where I, uh, where I said, oh, I'm going to turn 40 that year. And I averaged like, X number of half marathons a year, then this actually might be doable. And then 
last year when I was like, oh, I'm at half marathon 37. Somebody was like, yeah, you could probably run 40 before your 40th birthday. They said, oh, wow. It reminds me of Meb. Meb ran his 26th marathon, which is 26 miles, right. at 42, and the marathon's 42K, ah. which I don't oh, think he, he yeah. didn't plan that, but it, that's how it worked out. So you and Meb have that in common as far as these, yeah, these yeah. Uh, highlights that yeah. kind of came through as far as the numbering. One of the many things Meb and I have in common. <laughs> uh, Brian, what was the highlight of your 2017 running uh, calendar? I had a lot of really... To brag. Wow. I a say, lot like, of really br- good runs. Really? Uh, yeah. Oh, that, that run on that Thursday was really yeah. good. And just go through all of them, please. I plenty did. of time. Uh, my Brian's run on Monday was pretty good. Yeah. Brian I mean, I like hadn't been... like. Took a couple of days off, then wasn't really feeling it the next day, and then Monday was really good. Yeah. Um, no, uh, Chicago Marathon was probably the most fun. Uh, San Francisco Marathon was my first, after many years of trying, my first sub four hour marathon. Converted? Or? Uh, converted nice. from kilometers to miles, yes. Now, Brian, how many marathons did you run this year? I ran three this year. So you usually run one or two a year, right? Previously, I'd run the New York City Marathon every year, and then 2016, I ran the Hamptons Marathon, but treated it as a long run. Gotcha. And didn't really race. Right. So, so in addition to you. So, uh, Brian and I have a mutual friend uh, who's getting married out of town on New York City Marathon weekend, so we couldn't run it. And uh, what happened was I was like, all right, I'm not running any marathons this year. And then Brian was like, all right, I'm running every marathon this year. Yeah. That's not exactly how it played out, but yeah, <laughs> you can go with that. I, uh, but it, that did lead to signing up for two out of the three mm-hmm. in that I signed up for San Francisco, I think before, I don't know about before knowing about that, but San Francisco's in July, and I, I'm a teacher, so I don't have to do anything in July. So it was basically just motivation to say, you know, not to be like, oh, I don't know, flights are kind of expensive, I don't feel like going, but to book a race, it, if I, I mean, I had to go. So it motivated me to take this trip, and it was a lot of fun. And then when I knew I couldn't run New York, I said, oh, I'll run the Philly Marathon because my other friends are, and I'm never going to run a marathon two weeks after New York City. So this year, if I'm not running New York City, might as well run Philly. And then during the World Series, the Cubs were exciting the world, breaking their curse. And I said, sure, I'll enter the Chicago Marathon Lottery and then got in and had to run that too. <coughs> there you go. Uh, yep. Silence. Oh, okay. well, I'm thinking about my uh, highlights yeah, of 2017. Um, it has to be fatherhood. Oh, ha- yeah. Definitely having a, a child uh, is definitely the highlight. And it did come at the end of the year, which is, I'm going to say convenient, but just really top of mind yeah. since my daughter turns. One month today, um, and so that's exciting. So yeah, that was. Um, and I ran in New York again with a celebrity. So that we talked about the last podcast. So that's always a thing, and that went smoothly, which was happy. With more of a. I thought Charlie Claus so, was supposed to be here today. Yeah, well, she's like, yeah, it's got kind she of thing. Again, it's yeah. every 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 week that we record. But uh, is it Brian? Is he coming on too strong? Maybe I don't know. The, the stalking. Come on stronger. Maybe. Come on stronger. Yeah, why not? So, um, but running wise, I, you know, again, I survived the marathon, which is, you know, even though my times aren't particularly fast for the marathons when I pace folks, or at least sl- slower than I, I could run them if I raced them, it's still like a lot of training and then also getting used to running different varying paces. And 
So I'm always happy to get through that week, especially this time of year round when I was worried the baby would come that day. And luckily it held off about a week. So that's like the highlight of my year. But as far as running related, I mean, uh, as the a coach, I mean, you, I mean, you oh, yeah. paced, yeah. or you didn't pace, you trained Daniel. Danny Hume ran uh, 312 and his whole team, uh, 20 people from 11 Madison Park nice. ran, make it nice. It was great. That's such a great team name. Yeah. Well, you know, Don, you know my friend Don you know, made the, uh, Made the singlets from the Off the Hook Track Club uh, boutique beautiful. design arm of the Off the Hook. I was just running my Off the Hook Track Club shirt today. There you go. I had, I had to go. It was great. I, I, I under a lot of layers or no? No, uh, I was running on a treadmill. Ooh. So it was just uh, any 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 any, uh, people, any people that say hey, good good shirt or no? no just no. say yes and next time I ask that. Come to the Red Hook Track at six thirty every Tuesday morning. Yes, that's right. It's free fitness there. Um, but yeah, people, no, people I coach ran really well, which is always, uh, that's always a highlight. But, um, my not highlight was the Paris marathon, which I just, it's the first marathon. That up. Yeah. You did, <laughs> so we could talk about it. The Paris was like, a, you know, coach. was one of those things where it was, like, oh, I'll just do it to keep me, um, honest during the winter months. I don't think that was anyone's highlight. And it just was like awful. I, I, it, you know, I mean, the course was fine and I the city was great. I like coach. I like coach, coach, coach. coach. Um, so that was I know we're talking about highlights. That, that, that just creeped in my brain as not being a highlight as far as the actual running part. Um, but, um, yeah, I think it's sometimes uh, to Billy's point of taking a year off from the marathon and just sitting back and doing different things. Um, my own personal running was not a priority this year, but uh, procreating was, I guess. And um, but I am looking forward to renewed um, kind of um, goal setting and uh, maybe running – potential accolades for 2018 but uh yeah no no race like sticks out i ran actually when i ran falmouth Mar- uh the falmouth race for the first time which wasn't particularly fast for my for me but it was definitely a you know, i was up there with new balance and uh you know, I, I announced the high school mile and i ran the race it was really hot and it's but it's a famous course and so that was a new thing that i enjoyed it's just kind of like the paris thing which was new uh so i guess trying through new things was a highlight but uh as far as PRing and having a fancy goal, um, other than you know being a father, which is you know not necessarily fancy but exciting, um, I didn't really have a a race that stuck out more professionally where I was announcing Fifth Avenue Mile, I was announcing Falmouth, I was you know, on the jumbotron. Jumbo, yeah, I was you know training Carly Kloss. Which, so those are the things that are highlights. But um, that just go, goes to show that, that sometimes whether you're you know if you're coaching, that could be a highlight that you're one of your athletes performs well. You're living vicariously through them. Or maybe you're just trying a new event, which is there's so many different races out there. Um, sometimes it's nice to get off um, your set pattern and to try something different. Yeah. And, I mean, at a certain point in everyone's career, they stop hitting PRs just because either they were really fucking fast when they were kids. Or they just, or, you know. They're really fucking old. Or, who, yeah. knows? Yeah. who knows? All the possible reasons not to apply them to anyone. We'll Brian's all on his second or third someday. beer and starts cursing. Yeah. <laughs> Turns into Sailor Brian. <laughs> Luckily, Violet's sleeping. Yeah. Still sleeping. Yeah, that uh, that baby monitor is one way, right? <laughs> yeah. You can't hear this? It, it can be two ways, but I'd prefer oh. it not to be. So those are highlights, kind of, I guess, respectively. Yeah. But how no, about... Uh, other highlight. I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm doing the Runner's World Run Streak. There we go. Yeah, you know, ah. So I'm running at least one mile every day between Thanksgiving and New Year's. Has I'm that been hard to do? or? In, uh, uh, 
Surprisingly, yes, or maybe unsurprisingly, yes. Knowing you know my situation of having a twenty-one-month-old child and a full-time job. Um, now she's twenty-one, so I, she's on her own. <laughs> I start now. She moved back home. She's living upstairs. It's all. It's, yeah. So uh, get a job. <laughs> yeah. The hardest. The hardest part is just finding time to run a mile. Now, uh, think about it. Like, like, okay, the slowest person running a mile is like you know fifteen to eighteen minutes. Yeah, and I'm r- running a, a sub ten minute mile, no problem. Um, Not to brag, brag. Just, hey, Brian? just, just, uh, just. Just finding ten minutes to get out the door. How? But it's not. I mean, it's to like you know, squeeze in there. It's it's ten to fifteen minutes to find your stuff, get right. dressed. Yeah. Ten fifteen minutes to get, get out, start running, run back. Where are you hiding your sneakers? Maybe. It takes you fifteen minutes to find your sneakers. Yeah, you know, just you know, lazily tie your shoes. That's you fair. Think, That's fair. All right, around the the bunny. How often have you just run a, uh, one mile? Uh, many of the days really? have just been one I was going to ask, what wow. would you say it's been 21 days now since then, Cause since I, it started? Because there, there are days where uh, <clears throat> where my wife and I, neither of us get a chance to run until after the baby goes to sleep. So the best days are when all three of us run together and, you know, we put the baby in the jogging stroller. It's like a Hallmark movie, I think. Um, yeah, no, and it's wonderful. That's actually my favorite days. And I think this, this run streak has helped us, like, bond together as, as a family more. Because all three of us are out running together, kind of like running for life, you know. Right? Uh, but oh. there, are, there are days. Hashtag wh- get out to run. There are days where you know uh, the mornings are just so busy, so there's no chance to do it in the morning. And if, if I have something going on during lunch at work, then I got to do it after work. And the way the evening is scheduled out, it might not be until after the baby goes to sleep. So it's like you know, eight o'clock. It's like, dark. It's freezing. It's, yeah, uh, it's, you're starving from right. work. And you know we're in the winter months now, so. Uh, so it's dark out before 5 p.m., you know. So, um, which that means if I don't go until the baby goes to sleep, one of us has to stay home. So we kind of tag team it. And since you don't want to leave the person waiting to go for a run home that long, a lot of my runs end up being just a mile or a mile and a half. Um, Wait, so do you, you both go out to run tag teaming or just the fact that you don't want to leave your wife home alone? No, no, she could be home alone, no problem. It's, it's the like she's waiting for me to get back for so her. She to can go around. Okay, so you are both. No, okay. Does yeah. she run a mile or does she run more? Uh, she usually runs about a mile too. Yeah. Is she doing a streak as well? No, um, she was, but uh, you know, she's she's doing it on and off. Yeah. So I was going to ask, what would you estimate your average run is over the course of the streak? I have no idea, to be honest with you. Um. Like closer to a mile, or no, plenty of three miles. Miles, I'm guessing. Yeah, uh, most likely three miles because right. I do a lot during a lot of my runs take place during lunch, and I can usually get if gotcha. if I'm on the treadmill, that's three and a half miles. You know, no problem. If I'm running outside during lunch, I, I can push that up to like six miles because um, you work for the MTA. It's like they don't, nothing's working. <laughs> no, well, no, it's more that like all right. So if I run at the gym, I could be in a tank top and shorts. And I will be a sweaty mess that looks like you just climbed out of a river by the time I get off that treadmill after three miles. Uh, if I run outside, because it's cooler outside, even if I'm wearing, you know, if I go outside in like long socks, shorts, and a t-shirt, uh, I won't be that, I won't be sweaty afterwards. Right. Have you heard of these zip-it socks? They have a zipper. <laughs> I don't, I don't, but I, I, I'm a fan have of... you heard of these cotton socks? It's the fabric of our lives. That's what I've heard. Um, I, mean, I haven't heard that in 20 but years, but I have heard I'm, that. You know, this, this, just... <laughs> We, we talked about Stuart Calderwood before and his 30-year run streak. Um, and just having to do this streak 
for like 30 something days like and and you're averaging say 5k he averaged nine miles a day yeah that's like absurd my longest run has been nine miles he's he's averaged that i did the 15 and he did at least one and a quarter is that right he 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 does one and (laughs) yeah 1.25 oh there one and a quarter um yes trans converted it's one and 1.25 but uh yeah he um which i guess isn't that much but he, if he were doing at least three miles a day, that's con- considerable effort. I, I, and honestly, I don't even know how you do at least three miles a day. My legs would give out. Like, yeah, no, like, it's like how do you do a hard day and then follow? I that think up running streaks are they're great for motivating, you know, you know, kind of like hey, kick off the year and do this and yeah. little, and you're doing this like there's whatever sixty days or whatever it is or forty uh, ish. So that's like. Um, you know, it's like Lent. That's not. That's yeah. it. but uh, for a year or more. That's to me. It's well, that's we, why I mean. That, that, there's a good streak. We should pitch this to runners' world. There we go. For Lent, give up not running. There we give go. Give up rest days. There you go. There you go. But I think um, I think Billy, the blessing this guy has this year, I think, is the fact that you had that wedding, because you ran eight New Yorks in a row or seven New Yorks in a row. Yeah, I ran uh, eight New Yorks in a row. And now you have a you broke the streak. Yeah. So now you're kind of like off the hook, and I don't not no plug for off the hook track club. <laughs> Hashtag OTHTC. But uh, I've now run seven off the hook uh, New Yorks in a row because of, you know my first one was 2010, and then since then I worked pacing. Um, I don't want to be like, oh, I've run 19 marathons in a row, and I'm like, I have a broken leg, but I got to run that 20th because. F- because no reason. Oh yeah. Because yeah, if it were so, thirty-five, would you skip the wedding? Well, that was that was the thing last so, year where I was coming back from a you know a bad sprained ankle where I didn't run for months, um, and I and I don't regret running the New York City Marathon last year. Last year was my most fun running it, but I kind of felt like oh man, I gotta get out, I gotta get out, and I gotta run it because um, you know I I don't want to break the streak. Right. Ironically. And then had to break the streak the next year. Right. Um, but I had a great time in Austin. I'm, I, I, it was funny. Uh, when we were down at the wedding, the groom was like, oh, you know, I have another guy here who uh, he's, he runs marathons, too. And oh, you that guys, was me. No, it was, it, well, it was you, but there was another guy who I was in. Wow, always, wow. Who, who also could not run a marathon this year. And both of us were like, we'd rather be here. Because yeah. uh, it was an awesome weekend. You know, except for the fact that Brian was there, right? <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. probably even even despite Brian. Being okay, there, that's it was fair. Fantastic, yeah, yeah. It just goes to show you how high quality wedding this was. It was so pretty good. I'm kind of I'm really jealous I wasn't invited. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I was gonna take Carly as my plus one, but she said she was busy with you. Oh, that's fair. Um, uh, so, Billy, what? I mean, maybe it's obvious, but what is your reason for doing the running streak? I. It, it, you know, it's it's not, nothing really complicated. It didn't involve, like, a lot of thought. I just happened to be, like, looking at Runner's World, and I was like, oh, maybe I'll do that this year. And it was really more motivation than anything else because I, uh, because I can usually only run during lunch, it's easy to do something else during lunch, too. So yeah. a couple of days before Thanksgiving, I was like, oh, you know, let me see. I'm going to, like, soft roll into this and ran, you know, every day for the three days before Thanksgiving. And then um, on Thanksgiving, hit, I said, oh, I'm going to go for a quick run. Um, and then after that, it just became nice because it was like something just to hold myself accountable for. And it was a reason to get out there and run. Uh, there are, there were, Hashtag get out to run. There were two days that were just like painful because I had my office holiday party last Friday. So basically, um, but I also had during lunch a dentist appointment scheduled. Ooh. So... Um, that morning, 
I, uh, I was like, I, I ended up waking up like 10 minutes before my alarm went off. And I just turned to my wife and I was like, I'm going to go run. I will be back in 10 minutes. I'm doing exactly one mile on the Brooklyn Promenade. <coughs> and that was rough, but, you know, um, I was like, I just got to get this mile in. Right, yeah. And then I was like, I can't wait for New Year's because I don't want to be Stuart you yeah. know, 30 years from now going. I, I, well, funny thing with Stuart, he, he, he was a pretty uh, good high school and college runner and then started coaching college or coaching high school when he was probably teaching. And then he stopped running. You know, it was like kind of like a focus was to everyone else. And then he just kind of got a little bit out of shape. And then he's like, oh, man, I got to get back into this. And he's like, well, Wait, you know what? How, how old was he when he started the streak? Well, it's... So it was 30 years? Yeah, it was 87. So I'm going to try to work. Stuart's 87? Yeah, yeah, he's 87 wow. years old. I mean, he looks great. He looks he really good. Um, I'm trying to think. He, he's probably almost... He's under 60, but close to 60. Okay. All right, so he started in his mid to late 20s. But he, like, had a couple of years where he just wasn't as consistent, and he was like, ah, oh, you know, and he's like, well, I'll just... Like, I have no goal. I'm not trying to make a college scheme. I'm not yeah. trying to run the marathon. I've done that. So, you know, it's kind of like all or nothing. I'm like, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it. So then he just, I'll just run every day. And then that that's how it started the streak. It wasn't like he, I'm going to do a 30-year streak. But he just, like, one year turned into two years, and then he got kind of got yeah. sucked in. So he probably, in one hand, regrets the fact that he's still in the streak. Because if I've run 30 every day for 30 years, so I've... he didn't break the streak? I no, thought. no. It's still going on. Okay. Yeah, but he was... I guess I thought when he was celebrating the 30 years at some point then or right after he stopped. No, he just... No, he yeah, just he just, it's funny, I think he might be 67th on the list, and every year it's like, all right, I just ran uh, a whole another year, and only three other people <laughs> bowed out because they died, or they got like a, something happened, like surgery or something. So, um, but yeah, these streaks are, you know, they're... I mean, as a coach, I would say don't do them. You know, like yeah. it's good to have rest and recovery, but I see the uh, the value in them in short thirty, you know, sixty day kind of yeah trials. I, mean, I definitely see just knowing a bunch of runners. I have not gotten injured the way other people do, so I felt fine doing it, and <coughs> so I did it last year and. This year, I'm already seeing, like, you know, the other day, I was like, it's cold outside. I don't want to go outside. It's it's way too cold to put on a hat and gloves and go running. Yeah. And last year, I mean, the whole point of doing it was, you know what? If I don't run today, then I'll feel fine not running tomorrow. And suddenly, it's a week of not running. And my whole goal for starting a streak was I don't want to have to get fit again in the spring. I want to maintain this fitness and not have to start over. Oh, I'm definitely, I, I feel more fit than I usually do during the holiday season. Yeah. Uh, and so, I mean, I just basically was like, if I quit one day, then I'm going to quit for a couple days. And so if I run at least a mile, then tomorrow I have to run a little bit. Otherwise, this whole thing is done because that first day off, it's all over. And this year, I don't feel the same just because I did it last year. And especially in those really cold days, mm -mm. there was a snow day. So I was home from school. We made plans to go sledding later in the day, so I didn't have to run. But I said, you know what? I'm going to run. And so having that experience of running in the cold, in the snow, now this year when I'm like, eh, I don't really want to. It's kind of cold, but I know I can do it. So it felt good to get out there and to know, yeah, it's not so bad. I can do it when I have to. Now that I don't feel like I have <laughs> to, then everything feels a lot better. And I feel like the motivation is just easier. I don't know. It's funny because the, you know, speaking of November Project, I would 
as far as the accountability. I think because by having a streak, you're making this is a, there's an accountability factor. Yeah. Which I think helped the motivating factor yeah, exactly. gets you out. You have something it's to, like, to check I'm and balance. It's like I'm accountable to myself that right. tomorrow I'm also so going to do So the Project is obviously free fitness movement in 45 cities. But when I was leading Nomura Project for three plus years, it was very, I don't want to say easy to get up every day to work out, but I had no choice. Mm. Exactly. And yeah. so like That's people, what it was. And it was, I think, and if I didn't. I know it, I'm running today. Right. It can't be too cold and to people run are, because yeah, I'm going to go run. I have to go. There's no, and people are, there's going to be at least one person waiting for me. And I can't fail them. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the alarm would go off at you know sometimes three thirty, depending. Especially last year, I was leading, and it was yeah, I'd be tired, but I, I never. And I'm partly partly shocked that I never like to slept in. Um, not Did because you ever oversleep. No. I just I easily could have. I've done that yeah. with other things, but I just lucked out. But uh, it was people say, oh, how do you do this? It's almost easier to lead in the sense. I had no choice but not to, right. but, to but I had to go. Now okay, that I don't lead, I like I easily just like like today I was like gonna I'm like, yep. I I'll grant that I have a daughter that's like thirty days old yeah. and like um, you know, she's making noises and I, I you know I definitely so there's added incentive to not go out because you wanna like provide John's daughter doesn't cry, she just makes noises. Yeah, <laughs> she's uh, she's a beautifully behaved baby. But I don't go nearly as enough uh, often as I did because I don't have to. Yeah, the the, the funny thing you know about being the father of a toddler is that uh, this run streak has include, included days where my daughter was vomiting at, like, 3 in the morning. And Which makes it really easy to say, peace out, I'm going to go for a run. <laughs> yeah, my daughter was vomiting at, at, at 1 or 2 in the morning, and then I was cleaning that up until 3 in the morning. Um, which is a great uh, excuse to sleep in. Um, although I did, actually, that was the, the, the night before the Jingle Bell jog, so I did... Uh, ha- wait, you didn't... Clean up vomit at three thirty in the morning and then go for a run. No, I clean up vomit at three thirty in the morning and then changed my clothes and uh, and then went back to sleep and then woke up like two hours later and went for a run. Um, and I remember seeing John and a few other friends before the race and they were at, uh, our, our friend Jim McAvoy who's in a band was, it, was we were talking about the music videos his band had made and uh, I was like oh I thought you only made one he's like no we said, we made a bunch I was like oh I only watched one he's like which one did you watch and I was like. I have no idea. And this was something I'd watched the day before. And I was like, Jim, I'm not BSing you. I just, uh, I was like, I, I'm operating on like two hours sleep right now. And, and, and the, the only thing I'm seeing in my head is, is my daughter's vomit from the night before. Uh, Violet is fine. Don't worry. Like, but, um, it, you know, being the father of a small child, yeah, it, 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 it is very hard to uh, that, uh, manage time. And, and there are other new dads who, uh, I'm running friends who are new dads who have asked me about that because I've got a little more experience with it. And they're like, how do you manage marathon training? How do you mar- manage half marathon training? And the, the best advice I gave them was like, do what you can. <laughs> yeah, do what you can. And also, um, I was like, the athlete you were before you had a kid Consider that a different person than the athlete. Oh, so you're setting new PRs now. Dad PRs, dad Bob PRs. Let me tell you, dad PRs and pre-dad PRs, to me, they're two different people. Right. Because, like, all my PRs came in 2015, a year before I became a dad. and Good timing on that. Good job. Thank you. I don't think I will see any of those PRs again. Um, Well, John, did you say you keep track of master's PRs differently than... uh, No. Well, now it's more... I usually come up with categories of things I can win, like first guy in a T-shirt, and then like first, like age group thing is obviously because that happens kind of like just through the scoring. Most yeah. races has have that, but 
like first I'm like I, I one time I ran a race where I was did pretty well, I was top ten. I was um, I'm like yeah, I'm, I'm definitely okay. I was in the top, but I was like I'm the first guy that had ten beers last night or something like <laughs> that. Like, you know, like random. Did you did you interview one through nine just to double check? I didn't, but I was just like you know I just assumed, but you never want to assume. But uh, yeah, there's definitely now. I'm like, well, I ran the the, the Prospect Park Turkey Trot. And that was my first. I guess official race as a dad. Oh, nice. Uh, and it was, you know, a five mile race. I'm like, that's a PR as a dad. So then you have like, yeah. now like, any race I run is a, you know, a PR as a dad. Yeah. Um, when I run the, for the first time, first that distance. But uh, I definitely was um, running off adrenaline that time um, as far as just no sleep. And, you know, there's one thing to getting no sleep, but when it's like continuous. And yeah. again, I, my wife, um, Got a lot, lot less sleep than I did, so I don't want to, um, you know. The, the, but she's well, she didn't run, but it was the thing where it was two hour. She's sleeping every, every two hour in, increments and feeding and all that. And you're trying to like, help figure out being a new parent. Um, there's a different level of fatigue, you know, as far as you, know, you don't like Billy's talking about. He didn't sleep he had two hours of sleep. That's like the one night. Now, obviously, he had those day, days earlier on, but it's a lot to. Um, you you've definitely <laughs> you're trying to function in enough of continuous non-sleep it i mean i had a couple moments where i was just like you know like how am i gonna survive and then it gets a little down to be melodramatic but it's when no sleep is um tricky for sure yeah uh this is dad chat brought to you by (laughs) drinking lots of beers forget that you hashtag dad bod squad um but yeah as a uh non-dad uh, but you do I have the dad bod going on, so well, you know. You're I had dad bod. Now I think at least I earned it. Now I have, actually could say like, at least I'm a dad. Before I'm like I have dad bod, and then that was like, yeah, okay, but you're not a dad. Now it's a prize. now I'm like oh, I'm a dad. It's yeah. great. Yeah, but yeah, I definitely understand. I'm like, oh man, if I had kids, then that I couldn't like you know just go home from after uh, you know she starts crying. And I say, all right, Violet, have fun. <laughs> you know, I couldn't just go home afterwards. I would have a way different running life. Well, you're a neighbor kid, Violet, too. That's, that's <laughs> I'm talking about my uh, surrogate. Oh, yeah. Okay, friend. fair. Friend. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, you know, she goes to bed, and I'm like, all right, I'm going home. Instead of, oh, I have to see what happens tonight. Yeah. Even Well, some of the things where I say, oh, I'm going to go to the Murder Project or one of the intervals on Tuesday morning, whatever other run. It sounds good when she goes to bed. I'll say, hey, um, I might be there tomorrow, but depending on how the feedings go tonight. Yeah, verbals are a little bit different. And then the feedings go really well, and I still don't go. (laughs) I'm like, oh, well, I just wanted to sleep more. Yeah, I I have something for a November project that I I now call the hashtag dad verbal, which is kind of like the the maybe verbal. Um, Oh, yeah, the durbal. Where I just, uh, I'm like, oh, okay, this is going to be in Brooklyn Bridge Park. Right around the corner from my, my apartment. Verbal. Asterisk. Uh, unless Violet wakes up, you know, at like 5.30 in the morning and won't go back to sleep, in which case I, I will be uh, taking care of her. Um, and, uh, and, and don't get me wrong. This is not me complaining about fatherhood at all. I actually uh, love it. It is, just, it is the absolute best. But um, it, it's just it, it creates a complication that, you know, what didn't exist before you before you become a parent. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, I hate to become one of those people who before I had, you know, a kid, I would make fun of it. it was like, oh, people without kids don't understand people with kids. And now that I have a kid, I'm like, oh, people without kids don't understand people with kids. I'm sure I don't totally understand people, uh, people with kids. Did I say that? Yeah. 
But uh, I feel like I understand it. And I'm just like, yeah, I just don't need any of that. Yeah. It sounds like so much work. It's so work. much fun to play with. Yeah. But it's also so much fun. I'm also work. one of, uh, well, I'm one of six kids, but we have um, now 15. No, I've. I've met many more than there's a lot more kids in the world. Than there six. is, yeah. Well, I just want to keep focused things, but oh, um, your family, my family, oh. but I'm like you know uncle thirteen times over now fourteen times over, but um, my daughter was the our, my parents' fourteenth grandkid, and my sister had a baby wow. two weeks later. So up until Francis was born, I was the uncle, and I would like play for ten minutes and then give the baby back when it was crying and. Yeah, Maybe change a diaper right? or two, but it was yeah. Again, it's you're, it's temporary, and you're, you're inconvenienced, inconvenienced very briefly, if at all, for short periods of time. But once you're a parent, it's like all hands on deck, yeah. and it's only two hands or four like hands. You're, you're all in, on and it's hand. like I've there's times where I'm like holding the baby, and she's like, you know, finally settled, and then I want to like check my email on my phone, and it like wakes her up, and like let alone going for a run. It's like you can't even like even look at the TV or, you know, so it's, um, it's definitely a different level of, um, I don't want to say distraction because that's a negative connotation, yeah. but you're, you, you can't like do what you want to do all the time. And I'm at 42, I'm, I'm a first time dad at 42. I've had a lot of years of doing what I want when I want. And now that's no longer. Yeah, I don't remember <laughs> what I was doing earlier today, but I had that thought of whatever I was doing. It was like, yeah, it's just nice that I can do what I want to do and don't have to worry about other people's whims. Yeah. And uh, there's those trade-offs. But there's it definitely the... Like you two are awfully happy with your dad Bob lives. And oh, there's a, this is on the other end of it. So I, I was, you know, I manage currently the local New York athletic team. I run for them, and, and now I kind of help manage because I'm just probably oh, too, yeah. too slow. Yeah, so that's why when I run races, I don't run for the Remember Project because I've been running for the New York Athletic Club since 2001. So when the Remember Project people say, oh, you should run for us, I'm like, well, that's great, but I, I have this other commitment. And when, Anyway, but we have a woman on our team, Roberta Groner, and she just ran the uh, CIM Marathon this, two weekends ago, and that was also designated the USATF, basically oh, the yeah. national championships for the marathon that year. Mm-hmm. She got second place running 230. She's a single mom, full-time nurse, has three kids. Wow. So I'm like, oh, yeah, I have my one kid, and I work from home, and I you know, <laughs> I, you know, I, have, like, some flexibility with my job now that I'm on my own. But um, that's just, I, now that I have, like, one kid, and my job is fairly flexible, my wife's currently home for a few months, I'm like, wow, like, that's even more impressive now that I have a little more insight on the parenting factor. But... Uh, so you can do it. And I was a billionaire complaining or, or, or pointing out the fact that it's things are limiting, but don't let that don't use that as an excuse. You can yeah. you can still get out there and do it. And, oh, definitely. And figure it out. But it's definitely just more challenging, and you also have more rewarding things going on in your life. So it's a great thing. I, I can't tell you the number of days, whether it's uh, or the number of nights where I'm getting ready for bed. I lay out my running clothes and like. I'm going to go for a run tomorrow morning or I'm going to go to this, you know, work out with some friends or I'm going to go to this group exercise and um, I go to bed and I wake up the next day and either my daughter has woken up in the middle of the night so I'm exhausted and when it's time to get up and go run, I just like sleep through it or my daughter has not woken up in the middle of the night and I've gotten a good night's sleep and the last thing I want to do now is get out of bed. I'm like, oh, this is the best. I was like, I just want to stay here forever. 
And I just stay until like the absolute last moment until I need to get out and shower and then, you know, go to the office. Um, it's a, it's a weird catch 22. Yeah. So, uh, if you're looking to be a parent in 2018, uh, do it. Just know that there's the, um, first of all, if you're looking to be a parent in 2018, you got three months. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Fair. Or just in general, beyond 2018, I guess. Uh, if you're looking, at, wait, no, if you're looking to be a parent in 2018, you've you've got, a, yeah, you've got a few weeks to make it happen. Well, I mean, you got three months yeah, and a yeah. couple weeks, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's plenty of time, Brian. Just oh, I'm, I'm, Brian. I'm not saying you don't have time. I'm saying Run Chat brought to you, you by Planned wait. Parenthood. <laughs> you can't wait till October and decide. I want to be a, mo- I want to be a parent. Brian, you could be a parent if you want to be. Well, can I you get like a pet rock or one of those um, Namagachis or that's the thing, right? Yeah. Those th- is I'm saying it right? And probably not. I think Tama- Tamagotchi. Okay, but there's like a, you know, you can yeah. get a chia I pet. Think, uh, I don't know uh, what Boss Baby did, but that's very popular. I think their method of becoming a parent is different, right? Doesn't it come from a store or a company or something? Uh, no, but, well, yeah, uh, Boss Baby. It's not quite a stork. Or is that on Shark Tank or something? I have no idea what you're talking about. Boss Baby is a great movie. I definitely recommend watching it. Oh, it's a movie? Yeah. Uh, John, uh, for that reason, I'm out. So, so John does not own a DVD player, <laughs> and now I understand why he's <laughs> never seen movies. <laughs> have you heard of Netflix? Yes. It is on Netflix. For sure. All right, so we have uh, we talked about some bad and good gifts for runners. We talked about some Actually, highlights. Uh, oh, a question coming in? No, I forget. Yeah, uh, my friend Lauren had a couple good gifts for runners. Oh, good. Uh, well, we'll see all, if they're good. We'll, we'll a, be a judge of that. All right. A Garmin running watch. Pretty pricey, but hard yeah. to turn down that. I would love it. Those are the top three things on my elf stair. I can't decide really? between the, the so my, Phoenix. So, so my Forerunner 220 is on its last legs. The back button no longer works, which is annoying if you hit the wrong button. Um, and the strap is starting to fall apart. Uh, so I, but I, I, the 220 is so obsolete compared to every watch out there that like I could get a 435 and it'd still be a, like a nicer watch than this watch, even though it's like technically a step down from this watch. I already got your present, sorry. Is it the Forerunner 235? Because that is Maybe. also on my list, as is the Phoenix 3. Um, and I can't decide between so the three. So back to the Elfster thing, because I have like a family sibling thing with Elfster. Sure. Is that what you're doing? Or is it like you're between your wife, or is it a uh, coworker thing? No, yeah. Uh, we, we have a secret Santa set up among my cousins. Okay. And then also... What's the, uh, what's the, is there a price limit usually? Yeah, 40 bucks. So then like you're pricing oh, yourself out. My, my wife also looks at it, as do my parents and my brother. Oh, so I gotcha. Know, okay, like, fair enough. Oh, yeah. It's a, you can keep a wish list. Yeah. So it's not necessarily... Brian, they also Brian do we don't have to get anything off this list. We're going to get you also, this... So Elfster does both. Dad, you can organize fa- this fanny pack, and, uh, gut thing. I'll yeah. send you my Elfster list, John, if you want to get me that's, a That's what I was getting at. Okay, you yeah, can no problem. Post it on the Facebook. Oh, yeah. But yeah, you can organize a secret Santa, and you can set up a list so that the people who get you in secret they Santa... They should do a thing with Santa. fantasy football and secret Santa like, combination, because it's like, you know, it's the same kind of season culminating. Mm-hmm. And as you do well or not so well in fantasy, maybe that dictates how maybe. nice you want to be. Or I am, I, I am in the playoffs in the money league. Oh, if I win, I'm fantasy Elfster getting himself a running watch. You draft someone who's going to get you to buy you stuff. It's not know. gross me calling myself daddy. I'm actually a father. <laughs> <laughs> maybe only, it's a little gross. My only flaw in that is the NFL is a horribly corrupt organization that I want no part in. But wow, yeah, nope, I'm not going to let it slide. Donald Trump are terrible people. Donald Trump are president. No, the kneeling is the only thing I like about the NFL. All right, well, you know, so you're a Kaepernick fan? 
Uh, yeah, it's a good guy. All the owners are terrible people. All of them, though? Yeah. I agree all with Brian on all of this. The people who are, uh, you know, have been covering up concussion injuries for years, decades. Wow, this has just turned. I mean, uh, how far do we wow, go this is like we just got like a couple more, a couple more uh, extorting cities for public funds for private stadiums. That's why. Terrible. That's why running is such a great sport. It doesn't have any. Of well, there's a running back. Ooh. There's running backs uh, in football. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, well, I'm except not for <laughs> Alberto. I don't know. You really rolled the R's on Alberto Salazar. Yeah. Are you afraid he's listening, Brian? <laughs> and like, is it hanging out in the Park Slope area that I he might come after you? has been proven. Although we could talk about Russia's Olympic team. That's true. That's a whole hot topic. That's a podcast in itself. Yeah, Russia's Olympic team stealing all those elections. I don't know. Oh man. <laughs> um, what were we actually talking? Welcome about? to Off the Rails, starring John, yeah. Billy, and Brian. Whoa! Uh, stay inside the cones, guys. Stay the, inside off, the cones. Off, stay to your left. Off the, the, the off the red light, uh, There's rails. Bikes coming through the other direction. You're gonna get hit. See, you're, did you say erection? <laughs> red rocket. What? I, I technically I did because I said the word direction. Yeah. So Bri- Brian has been removed from this podcast <laughs> pending a section. <laughs> Duh. Duh. <laughs> Duh. Um, you could usually tell when we finished our So now, so my fantasy, my uh, fantasy's not a good idea. But back to your friend. I mean, aside from fantasy, other sports. I think fantasy... Um, I, I are, actually like the idea... Like, of drafting who gets you a gift. Yes. That, that could be yeah. something. That, that's what a secret Santa is. Yeah. But you, you don't I have like any... The, I also it's like all the random, idea though. of whoever wins the league... Maybe their price limit on their gift is higher. Oh. The gift they receive. I like this idea because I'm very so good at fantasy loses, football. So whoever loses, whoever loses the league, that a different league than fantasy football because that's terrible. A whoever loses the league has to buy a present for whoever wins. The well, league. this brings me to like their this is price range has to be higher. Interesting. This is a thing where I think, um, not on topic, but kind of relative to this segue here is. I've heard different fantasy leagues have. If you get last place, you have to do something. Yes. I've heard tattoo, which is like crazy. Blah That's blah blah. Crazy. Um, stand up. You have to do a uh, whatever set. Uh, stand up comedian. Interesting. Which or t- one of them was take the SATs. Oh yeah. Here's a funny thing. So I think this is actually like here, here, pretty that, funny. You, yeah, people have done that. Here's the funny thing though. Uh, the college board. You can't. The college board, because of these fantasy football lo- really losers. So so many people have like signed up for the SAT and like come in with the has signed up for the SAT because of a fantasy football loss that the college board has now banned that you have to be like a high school student. So you can just or, take it you know, on. Like, you just take a practice test. So that's the the GRE maybe. Maybe the LSATs. Yeah. Take the bar. But have you heard of any other? I don't know. Uh, um, well, it's funny that you should mention that because one of my fraternity prank one of my thing. friends. Uh, Lost his fantasy football league a couple of years ago. I think ago. he said, like, lost a limb or something and because of fantasy football. To, he had to... What he did was he made a calendar uh, of himself dressed as Dorothy from The Wizard of Oz. I was Dorothy for once for Wizard for and, Halloween. But every month was just him in his living room in this, like, full Dorothy outfit, wig down to the shoes, um, in a variety of poses. It was interesting. That's, there's, there's no place like home. There's some things that when you see them, you can never unsee them. And unfortunately, I don't think I'll ever unsee those. All right. So um, weird calendar is a, is, a, is a part of a maybe a reward or a <coughs> lack yeah, of reward. In a similar vein. Are we announcing the run chat calendar? 
Uh, that's, Each that's, month that's, featuring a different <laughs> Ren Chat host. As a city employee, I don't know about you, Billy, but I've gotten... I guess you're not... Are you? Would you call yourself a city employee? I'm a quasi-city, quasi-state employee. There we go. Uh, but I get many emails for the FDNY and now the sanitation, I think, calendars. I do are know. they like... I mean, I know I FDNY... I don't think they're quite beefcake calendars, but... I'm pretty sure they're I beefcake calendars. I think they're what's the sa- all right. What's the sanitation calendar? It's like a, you a know, like a shirtless. Dudes. Oh, okay. Or is it? Uh, a, is is it any female? Um, Actually, sanitation? hot garbage dudes. I think is the Vanderpump Rules uh, calendar. Am I using that word right, Vanderpump? <coughs> I'm not uh, sure. I don't know what that one is. Um, but I don't think they're quite as. Uh, I don't even know if explicit is going too far as they used to be. I think they're a little more tasteful. I wouldn't know. But they keep sending me things for the FDNY calendar signing. Are you giving? <laughs> are, like, are, I don't. Th- I don't care, and I don't feel like Bri- I should be getting these. Brian's things. like, I want my calendar in mint condition. I don't uh, want you guys uh, messing it up with your pens. Pens keyword there. <laughs> you went to pen, right? Yes, I did. And so yeah, and whose main rival is Princeton. Uh, who uh, notable alumni is Lou Leone, who's undergoing hip replacement tomorrow. surgery tomorrow. Yes. Yeah, so good, good luck, Lou. Let's cheers uh, to Lou. Cheers, yeah, to, cheers Luke. to Lou Leone. Lou. One of our favorite running friends. John and I have cans, so you uh-huh. can't hear that. Yeah, I was going to go to the workout today, but then I didn't. So um, General I'll play that on my daughter, but that's not actually the reason. General manager in, uh, of, of, of Fox 5 here in New York City. Uh, uh, speaking of but good uh, luck, Lou. Princeton. Princeton, right? You said uh, yeah, are, are you are, are you uh, proud of the fact that your your mascot's like a Quaker? Yeah, I'm just asking. It's a yes or no question. Thank you. Um, which yeah, NCAA also extremely corrupt. I hate them. But Ooh, that's a whole other back thing. in the day, oh, oh, Lulione, are you great Princeton Tiger? Are you uh, are you proud that your mascot's a Red Storm? What is uh, that? No, we're actually. Uh, I'm proud we? that we were Red Man because I actually have a tattoo. Are we back on worst gifts <laughs> and tattoos? <laughs> Because I have a tattoo. Uh, there's the Johnnies, aren't they? The Johnnies. They're the Johnnies. But I have a tattoo of the red <laughs> of the red men, which is not very PC. Yeah. Red men. Did you know that, Billy? Where is this tattoo? I've never it's seen it. It's on my tattoo. hip. I didn't uh, know this. Did no, you did not know this? No, I never knew that. No. Well, you know, I'm gonna do take dropping trow here, and then like yeah, Billy's oh, wife. Oh, impressive! Please. Billy's yeah. wife's gonna walk in and be like, "What is this nice. podcast?" Um, <coughs> more tri like a tripodcast. <laughs> oh. Uh, well, he's, he's, I disagree. He's saying that as he's <laughs> a un- kickstand. He's saying that as he's undoing his belt. Someone, please help us. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So, um, mascots. I don't know how we got a mascot. How did you get pr- Caitlin pregnant with that thing? My <laughs> mascot was the violet, so we're doing good. Really? NYU. Aren't they the Bobcats? NYU fighting violets. The Bobcat is comes from our card catalog in our library. Really? Uh, uh, we what? Originally, the fighting violets. And then change and to like bobcats. It, it, sometimes we're the violets. It, sometimes we're the bobcats. It's it, weird. It, I think it changed my freshman year. It's like a Hulk thing where it's like, oh wow, the bobcats are out. But oh, violets, we got this. <laughs> There's a whole story about how I think when the college was founded, they planted violets in front of one of the buildings. I, I I think it actually changed my freshman year, maybe a year before that. Uh, that NYU went from the violets to the bobcats. Yeah, I don't know. Was, maybe that, like a, the, was that controversy? <laughs> no, well. You know, no one really thought like the Violets was the most, uh, you know, badass sounding uh, no, no, no. team name. The now fighting that my, Violets. But now that my daughter's name is Violet and I've seen her fight, oh, I know that it's badass. I've never made that connection. Hmm. Honestly, it's been 21 months 
I can't believe never you've never gotten her a, a Violet's T-shirt from the NYU bookstore. Wow, that's um, yeah, way to be a jerk. Wow, what do we got? Twelve shopping days? <laughs> Eleven shopping days? She was shopping today in, in a school, right? <laughs> that is true. She didn't go shopping. What are you doing? I'm shopping. I mean, we were talking about how what the, what the boys do, <laughs> right? Or is that a whole topic? No, uh, yeah, yeah, well, we won't go there. Yeah, yikes. Yeah, everyone. John, John everyone and I shopping. agree with you. We don't. We don't agree with the the generals being forced upon people either. Uh, so on that I weirdly think, uh, awkward note, is that the end one, of our podcast? Well, I have one more, guys. We should end because it. I thought it was a good idea. We one should. more uh, good gift suggestion from my friend Lauren again was a metal display. Situation. I think she had a metal holder with like little. You know what? I, I I actually think shadow boxes are the best way to display your medals. Uh, I think they are classier looking than the than the hooks that people hang their medals off of. Is those typically one-off They're medals, or is that? No, you could get like a shadow box and then mount like nine medals in them if you've say done nine marathons as I have. Oh, I bought. Uh, I was at Staples the other day. Bought a bunch of <coughs> command hooks and just hung some off the side of my bookshelf. I command hooks. That sounds like aggressive. Yeah, yeah. command is the brand. That's Especially when he's talking about really being really hung. <laughs> I command your attention. Ooh. And to finish off, any uh, goals for this year? Since we talked about my goal is not to offend anyone. Well, I'm not too late. Well, it's not 2018 yet. True. And if this podcast goes up in the next 17 days, <laughs> 2018's in the clear. Will Billy still have a streak then? That's the that's the age old question. You know that that's gonna be weird. Uh, uh, let me tell you that the the hardest day is gonna be that day where I'm like, all right, today's gonna be the day I don't run. But and uh, you mean in 2018 when you stop? Yeah. Although the hardest day might be. So I'm going up to Western Massachusetts, uh, up to Northampton, where our favorite running store is. Um, and uh, I'm gonna be. They have a jackrabbit in Northampton. <laughs> no, it's not a jackrabbit. It's a. Um, but Sorry. isn't that called Northampton Running Company? Because I feel like every running store is like, Ooh, run, just, like just, just, just say Run Company, and that's like official. Or anyway. But I'm going to be up there during New Year's uh, weekend, and uh, and and I, I think the hardest part is going to be like finding time to go for a run while I'm up there visiting friends. And the name of the store happens to be the Northampton Running Company. Yes, oh, and we should name check them instead of just like oh, referring oops. to them as... Uh, you know, just our oh, favorite. Oh, I thought when you store. said, you know, the Northampton running store. Yeah, yeah. they're so called the Northampton. That's right. Yeah, so I, no, made, a, I uh, made a joke, and then I realized that. Uh, yeah. So your goal is to stop running one day in 2018. Yeah, my goal is is well, is to take a day off. I would just take the uh, January 1st off. Just well, that's get, a good idea. Get it out of the way, and then you can have more freedom to not be stuck I mean, in this cycle. Most people don't accomplish their goals on January 1st. That'd mm. be impressive. If my goal is to stop running, <laughs> I mean, if you finished your New Year's resolution on the first, like my my New Year's resolution, like I'm done, <laughs> mic drop. I'm like, yeah. all right, this might be my last episode. 2019, yeah. My mileage goal for uh, 2018 is zero miles. Is I'm gonna get it done. Yeah, I'm gonna crush that zero miles. Yeah. So, uh, and a correction. Uh, nope, no correction. Sponsored right. by. <laughs> so here's a question. For all our listeners out there, should we have ended this episode when we wished Lou Leone a good luck tomorrow, or should we have rambled on for another 15 minutes? I think the answer is going to be like, you should have never started the uh, run chat yeah. franchise. Fair enough. By the way, my, the, one of my nicknames... Because that implies people kept listening. One uh, of the nicknames of my daughter is the franchise, because she's French. Oh, French, oh, like France, Frances, uh, yeah, anyway. Franny. Franny, Frenchie, you know, croissant, you know, whatever. The nanny. We're not even French, but we're in, we're in.
The franchise, I think, is a good one. Uh, do you and the franchise have any running goals, John? I do. Year ahead of you I do feel like there's gonna there's some uh, running, jogging, running going on in the future. Once she hits six months, which is like you know, April ish, um, I feel like there will be some running, jogging workout that I'll have to. Daddy daughter time. Yeah. So uh, maybe Billy and I could join forces and we'll start a whole uh, off the hook. Uh, parenting. Off the hook dad club. Although there's, a, there's now, I, I'm a part of this Park Slope Parents thing, and now that I'm a parent, I'm, there's a couple of dads have come to the Off the Hook Track Club. Nice. And we had the Off the Hook Track Club yeah, holiday the, drinks, uh, and Leif Shriver showed up. Yeah, he did. Not name dropping, but I totally name dropping. I heard we had the Leif Shriver uh, rock concert watching. Well, he was uh, the, 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 the his event. No, 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 no. We were there first. Oh, okay, good. And there was good. a band playing, and he happened to be listening to the band. But you know, I'm just saying, um, off the hook is off the hook. I heard that it's off the hizzy. Well, that's also you know equivalent. Converted. True. I think that's it. I think I think we're good. Yeah, let's say we name drop so. Liv Schreiber. We talked about the dad bag. Talked about Dad Boz. We wish Lou good luck. We it's rambled like for at least ninety things. percent of this uh, podcast. Probably offended some people. Um, talk about mascots and tattoos. Um, being a parent. I think we're good. All right. So. Check. All right. Check. We, we are run chatted. Our goal is to do. Um, what is our goal? How many podcasts should we do in twenty eighteen? What do we think? How many have we done in 2017? What if we set our goal at one, and then everything we do past that is just Just like do, we'll do one when Billy, we'll do one on January 1st when Billy doesn't run. So we'll do two birds, one stone for Billy there. Billy. I'm, I'm going to be, uh, I'm going to be driving home from Northampton, Massachusetts. That's maybe. a great podcast right there. <laughs> do you guys want to come? That sounds like a country. Uh, Vile's puking again. It's oh, not my yeah. house, but I'm inviting you guys. Wow. They don't listen. It's okay. Actually, we should. Our audience should tell us what our goals should be. So, so chime yeah, how in. How many podcasts do you want this year? Send us a. <laughs> oh, I think we, we should do a poll. We should do a poll there, Ooh, and and then see um, how much work will have cut out for us, or maybe not a work any work at all. Once a week, once a month. I mean, I'm, I'm sure demand's gonna be really high. Like, get this once going a now. Moon. Yeah. <coughs> well, we'll figure that out. But for now, over and out. My goal for 2018 is to stop coughing. Okay, bye, everybody. See ya. Brian doesn't say goodbye to people. Ciao. Brian just did an um, Irish exit. Again, not PC, but racist. Yeah, I do not. Great. <laughs> <laughs>